Driving the Culture Forward, this is Hype Beast Radio. My name is Ben Rosen. Today we are sitting down with sneaker customizer, footwear designer. You also do clothing now, I think, as well. Pittsburgh native John Geiger is in the building. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for been? having me. I'm good. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks for you. I think uh-huh. you've been on kind of like a tour yeah. around. You went to Japan, you said. What, yeah. What's kind of been going on? You've been doing a lot of like retail openings? Uh, yeah, I just launched in uh, Barney's Japan, uh, a couple other doors in Japan, uh, boutiques, uh, S Nation, but the bigger one was Barney's. Um, we started in Japan. It's going to lead over into New York and L.A., but uh, yeah, it's been on the road. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and, and you've been kind of, this has been sort of the culmination, I think, or like the legitimization of what you've been doing for a really long time, which is, if we could explain it, probably for people that might not be aware, is like designing custom and kind of like almost like customized and cut up yeah. sneakers, yeah. right? And how, how long have you been doing that now? Because I've seen you on the internet for a while. Yeah, I appreciate it. So f- number one, what you just said is kind of like, what I want people to understand because the word customizer now is kind of like frowned upon kind of sure. in the industry. So it's like, how do you get out of that into not just like painting shoes or, you know, changing something, but actually having your own. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the route that I wanted to go. And, uh, definitely forgot the question you just asked. <laughs> no, but I mean, how did you get started? How long have you been doing um, it? Especially like using I want to say the customizing stuff probably since a kid, you know, right. uh, my mom tells a story to this day that when I was in fourth grade, I lived in Bloomfield. It's a, right inside of Pittsburgh, a small town. It's like Little Italy, and I used to ride a bike to a guy's name. Uh, his name was Bucky's, and he was like a cobbler. Mm-hmm. And I would take like Air Force Ones there with like camo print and have them like sew it on the swoosh and on the front of the shoe. And I was like, that was fourth grade. So, so what year is that <laughs> even? That's like way uh, before this was. I go, I go by my time. Go when I was younger, it goes by like Biggie and Tupac. Right, so I remember yeah. I was in fifth grade when Tupac. Or uh, no, fifth, fourth grade when Tupac, fifth grade when Biggie. Oh wow! Okay, so <laughs> so yeah, you're in the '90s, you're doing that kind of customization thing, and then you start doing it, and it picks up traction a couple of years back, right? Uh, yeah, like 2013. And it starts to gather steam with the misplaced checks. Mm-hmm. I think that would probably be the, the yeah. game changing moment. Yep. And so, what kind of happened surrounding that shoe? Um, at the t- right before that, I got to work on a Nike shoe, the Nike Zoom Rebus. Uh, and I tell people all this time, I never said that I designed it. I'm not, you know, one of those people that trying to take credit. But I was sat in those meetings, and uh, I gave my input, and I got royalties uh, for sales. So after that, shortly after that project, you know, I thought I was like full. <laughs> I thought I was a foot in the door. Like yeah. I would send ideas, a ton of ideas, and a lot of the things I would send were like something crazy. And they would always tell me, like, you know, we would never reposition a swoosh. We would never, you know, make too many swooshes on a shoe. We would never do that. So I think maybe, like, a couple months into that, me trying to feed ideas, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it myself somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of show them. Yeah, yeah. Not not even that. I just wanted to, you, you know, when you have ideas, and I don't know if you've been in that position, but if you have ideas, it kind of, like, bothers you for a while if you don't, like, get it out. Yeah, yeah, so. it's like an itch yeah. you can't scratch kind yep. of situation. Yep. And so you put it out, and there's, like, I, I mean, I remember there was sort of, like, this big, kind of like interest in it i mm-hmm. think a lot of people were kind of like how do i get these yeah. and, and, but how limited were they because you uh, were doing it at the time i think this is yeah it also was studio. it also was big at time because no one was changing something and like selling it like large amounts right it was right. always like you tell me what you want and i'll make it for you it was yeah. never like it was gonna make a shoe and then release it so it was kind of like the first of its kind in a sense but uh the first one was like 35 pairs because we i had no idea what type of sales i could do and uh I had 35 pairs and they were gone in like a minute. Wow. Yeah. 
And so you and, and you do were, all of that. At that time, they were five fifty. Five fifty for yeah. a pair. Yep. And you've managed to get those costs down since then, or where where are they? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you find your way eventually. But um, yeah, the first time they were five fifty. I mean, we still sell them for five fifty. The kids are two fifty. Right. Uh, and we were talking about the kids ones because now there's this like interest where it's like it's a huge interest in kids, <laughs> which is like the most surprising thing. <laughs> because again, like we were talking about, it, like if you buy a pair of sneakers for a kid, they fit for like a week, uh-huh. and people are willing to buy these your misplaced check sneakers yeah. in miniature. Mm-hmm. So what's been like? You've also put out your own line of shoes recently. What was kind of the idea behind that? Was that kind of during during the process of like doing the the customizing, having the releases? Um, my business partner now, Sean Davis, he's also an NBA agent. He came to me and was just like, "Have you instead of changing Nikes all the time, have you ever thought about just making your own shoe?" And I've I've had sketches like stored to just of ideas that I can maybe like switch some stuff on a Nike shoe, but I never thought like, "Hey, I can go uh, find like a." Um, like a sole supplier and then you know get someone to build the upper and do the whole shebang and uh like a week after that he was like start working on the sole because i didn't want to use like the sole that everybody else used like a margam or something like that you know balenciaga uh common projects i'll use the same sole a lot of people don't know that so it's like a pre-manufactured sole where you just go and like pick a color put your name on the back of it and then build an upper um i wanted to build a sole and my whole thing for the 001 which is the first model was I was wearing, like, I liked high end shoes, like Balenciagas and stuff like that, and they were expensive. They were just uncomfortable to me, mm-hmm. like the Futures. And then I would wear Jordans and everybody would have them. So the 001 model was, for me, was like, on the box, it says medium, because it's like combining the two. So if you combine like super high materials, but it still look like a sneaker, that's why it has an air bladder in it. Like, I wanted to combine those two, and that's basically what we did. But that was the, the like, halfway through the misplaced check releases, I started on the sole, and not until two years after that, we launched. Wow, so it, yeah. t- it took a it lot took, of yeah. research and development yeah. yep. and kind of like uh, ironing yeah. out the fine <laughs> lot details of, lot and stuff. Uh, lost money. <laughs> yeah, and prototyping <laughs> yeah. and yep. all that. Yeah. And so when you roll out the original stuff, there's been a, a lot of interest in that. Are you? It was a slow, slow build. It was a slow burn? But, uh, but I like it. So what, 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 what differentiated that from like the misplaced checks? Misplaced checks would, my shoes would sell out. The 001s would sell out, but it wouldn't be, you know, everybody would pick it up and talk about it and, right. you know, p- post pictures about it. It was a misplaced check. Something about custom Nike shoes that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like I was the underdog and people loved that. They would sell out, but it was a slow burn into, you know, we're one year and one month. Now I'm into retailers like Barney's, right. which is <laughs> very good, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, it, but, it sounds like a slow burn, but it's also like, oh, it's only a year. Yeah. But I, like I said, I, I like the slow burn just because, I don't like to build some off a of hype, right? Because right. if you build it off a of hype, it's only the last couple of years. If I mm-hmm. build it off a of slow burn, it's like, what's the next? You know, the zero zero twos are coming uh, in a couple months, so it's like a slow build up to like that. Gotcha. To and like it, a full footwear brand. Yeah. So you're gonna build out a roster of shoes for that. Mm-hmm. And you've also got, and I wanted to bring this up because I feel like this is a completely separate thing. Is diet starts Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have your own like clothing line yep. too, right? Yep. So how, what? And that's based, I think you mentioned with your business partner, right? Uh, is yep. it you, your so, guys' project? So. Uh, on the John Geico side, it's me and Sean Davis. Um, there's some other people involved, but that's the majority of it. It's all like in-house, didn't take any investors. It's all built in-house. On the Diet Starts Monday side was, um, at this time last year, I had met with, remember like Premium Co? Yeah. Like the Boucle. Yeah. So Davin Gentry, who owns Premium Co, was at my house in Miami, and he was just like, how come you never done clothes? And I was like, I really wanted to do clothes, but I wanted to do like cut and sew and make it all like official because I've been working on my footwork so long. And he was like, um, 
I can help you with this. Like, what would you want to do? He was like, would you want me to be behind the scenes? And I'm like, no, let's just be partners. Let's like do it. And he was mm-hmm. like, what? I remember sitting at the table and he was like, what do you want to call? And I was like, Dias, it's Monday. And it was, it was just like, a, uh, it was like, bang. It was like, oh, he didn't ask any questions. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Cause it made so much sense. It's Dias says Monday is based off procrastination and basically putting it off, putting things off. Um, we always say like, you know, homework or working out. I'll do it Monday. I'll do it Monday. I'll do it Monday. Um, we always, there's a thing saying like Monday never comes and our direction is no direction. So it's kind of like to play on words, uh, it's blowing up. People love it. <laughs> yeah. We have a, we have a restaurant retail and bar in DC. Uh, really? next Thursdays are, our, our yeah, next, uh, Cinco de Mayo is our one year anniversary next week, uh, two weeks, two weeks from now is our wow. one year anniversary. We have that. And then we do online sales every Monday for 24 Makes hours. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and it's kind of crazy because we're leading up to this. Uh, I want to say this name, but I'm not trying to say we're the same as them. But Supreme, you know, on Thursdays at 11 a.m., people go there. Yeah. Sundays at midnight, people, our sales would be from like midnight to 2 a.m., will be like out the door because it's like people know to come there at midnight. Right. So it's like they're hours. actually paying attention yep. and yep. they're following along. Yep. So you've built this kind of like, I would say that a lot of it has to do with social media because I no, think 100%. That, right. I think yeah. there's like kids, people posting the pictures of their kids wearing the misplaced yeah, checks yeah. is like proof <laughs> of that awesome. concept. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like your run, one running theme is it's like, you're the self starter. You're kind of like doing it, even mm-hmm. if you're putting it off till Monday, mm-hmm. what has been like one of the frustrating things? What is like the issue? Like what's difficult to scale? Cause like, it sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. What are some of the challenges that you've run into? Um, trying to be everywhere at once. <laughs> My biggest thing is you just said, we're like, I'm on a tour. It's like, uh, I live in Miami. I'm currently moving to LA next month. Mm-hmm. So in the process of that, I like to be everywhere. So it's trying to be, I like really being hands-on, especially with the footwear. Like I go in my warehouse uh, every time I can. Um, just being everywhere is my probably my downfall. Mm-hmm. Giving other people jobs that, you know, handing jobs off. And what's like from a business end, because I've seen, like I think that like Hypebeast covers a lot of these like really kind of like up and coming brands where mm-hmm. you, they're literally being run by between, like you said, like two and five people maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are some of the business kind of like is, is there like why why is supply such a tough thing you know what i mean why is like what is the manufacturing hiccup that happens um on the on the john Geico side i mean i take care of like the design obviously the designs and production and stuff like that because i need to be hands-on until it gets like a larger we can hand it off to somebody mm-hmm. but we now have uh you know sean handles the business side we have collabs with sprint we have collabs with forgiato about to come uh we have a collab with mclaren about to come so wow. those three I've turned down and we turned down a million collabs because we want to stay in that high end, like those names. Um, on the diet side, uh, we have a third partner, uh, Scooty, who lives in DC. He's more of like the planning and the, like the events for like, he's, he has planned out for Cinco de Mayo, planned out. We're only open from Thursday to Sunday at the space and then Monday's online. Mm-hmm. So he plans out all that. So we have like a team built. Um, we're gradually bringing people on. One of the funny things is when I was going to do this, they were like, do you have a PR that we can talk to? And I don't want to have one. Yeah. So it's all like in-house. I like, feel like like all of the communications that we've ever had with you for this show. Yeah, it's like we me or about, Sean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like there's no, there's no uh-huh. superstructure around and it, which I, is really and, good. And I feel like I want to like throw anybody on the bus, but I feel like until you're at like a super stardom. Yeah. Like this, all this, like my assistant will do it. Call my assistant. Like you don't really don't need that stuff, right? Because I'm not going to. I'm not going to, um, 
I'm not going to connect with you the way that I want to. Yeah. Like when I have a, we have a, we had the release in Barney's in Japan. I didn't have to go. I could have sent shoes and we could have had the same release. They exactly. could have sold out. But yeah. me going was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be hands on. Yeah. I feel yeah. like there's like, and we've talked about this with other people in the show when we try to like schedule this stuff. And then, you know, one of the challenges of getting like bigger people, for example, is that like you have to go through a publicist and a publicist is usually someone that works at an agency. Yep. They're like 35 years old. Yep. They live in Hollywood. They don't really they don't hang care. around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't hang around like Mercer and Soho. And so they would never know. But it's like a lot of their clients are younger people in Hollywood that actually are very much interested in this stuff. Like yeah. we can't really name the names. So we don't want to blow yeah. their spot up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like literally just uh -huh. like for most people, it's like don't let your publicist decide what's yeah. cool. Yeah. Because if you're fucking with it personally, you'll probably make some time in your schedule yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. And that's been kind of like... One of those. That's things. exactly you. You pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like don't let your publicist tell yeah. you what's cool. Like that would be one of my lessons. To tell yeah, after people. after I did Jesus and Mero, we've had a, a million PR firms be like, "Hey, we should take over," and be like, "Listen, I've done all this stuff." By and you ourselves. did that personally with Jesus. Yeah, because I'm yeah. cool with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Just he's always <laughs> sent them some sneakers. We have always on uh, contact. Uh, Iman Shumper did his show during Fashion Week, and I went with him. And then he was like, hey, next time you're in New York, would you hop on? I'm like, shit, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, those guys are fucking <laughs> and excellent. And it's like one of my favorite shows. So Yeah, they're fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then one of my other questions is, you, you mentioned that you had been brought in to do these meetings with Nike. Mm -hmm. Is there ever like a situation besides the misplaced checks where it's like you do a meeting with them and then kind of like something's rejected or blown off and you see it kind of come up later? Does that happen? Because like, that happens with like me with media stuff. You know what I mean? It's a... It's a, I think right now is a very touchy time to talk about it because of everything that's coming out, sure. everything that, and I don't say this any time to like be cocky or anything like that, but a lot of stuff that I've put out or com is coming out, right? Or something like it. So it's one of the things where it's like, if I didn't have my own footwear line, I kind of be a little bit like salty, yeah, salty, but I can't be cause I'm doing very well for myself, you know? Right. But I feel like eventually myself and Nike are going to have to work together. It's not, it's a no brainer. Yeah. I'm not sure why it hasn't happened yet. Uh, those classes and stuff like that. The only thing that I asked them was let me be involved and they weren't, they wouldn't. So not real sure. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like a, as yet. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, it, it, so it's not like I want to throw them under the bus. No, not, no, it's no. One, I, cause I wouldn't do that. And two is just like people do it for me. Sure. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> Instagram commenters see it. People see it every day. So it's like, it's not really something I have to yeah, say anymore. And, and, and you probably see those too. Like you can probably like tell when people are like, yo man, yeah. like this looks a little similar to something. Yeah, like when the, I won't tell you the Travis Scott shoes, but we'll say like the all-star pack. Like that was my name. Oh, got like the added swap. On. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like, I didn't need to say anything because people said it for me. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like that's been kind of like the, the, one of the things that has come up time and again, like even like these like Kanye tweets where he's going off, he's like, man, like everybody is obsessed yeah. with getting credit for their ideas. Yeah. But I guess it's almost like one of those things where you're saying like, it's inevitable that like I'll get the reply where yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's I used time. to, I used to like be mad, be mad about it. But then I started realizing like, I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If people other people knew, did yeah, it for yeah. you, yeah. you kind of just, I mean, but our back. times are so like, you could release something this week and people could forget about the next week because our times are so like fast, fast. Mm -hmm. But I think what that was like, it stayed in people's minds. I mean, I, I'll do a release every once in a while just because so many people ask about them. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I do the releases still. And that's something like I'm known for. So it's not really like, I don't think anything wrong with it, but people still love the shoe. Yeah. And, and when you're rolling, and you mentioned you're trying to roll out a, a wider yeah. range of footwear, what's mm -hmm. sort of like the goal? What's like your, like what's your roster look like? 
Um, would you do like, how would you do it? Do you do like collaborations with just the brand so far? Or are you trying to find like more like athletes or what's the route that you're going in? Cause it seems like very much a lifestyle shoe. Yeah. It's uh the zero zero one model. Uh, I've had numerous athletes and, and, uh, musicians wear them. Um, leading into like the zero zero two, I started working on the zero zero two, like a, a year ago today. Um, so we're going to roll that out and we're just going to go for it. You know, the zero zero one is now catching on. Um, you start learning the materials that people like, people really like the leather. So I'll keep rolling those out. Our collabs are going to be rolled out and then roll a zero zero two out. Uh, zero zero three just started, uh, last week. Mm -hmm. So like sampling. So that would be like a low, like a runner. So, you know, start going. <laughs> I'm trying not to, one thing I'm trying not to do is like, uh, I've never like put anything out because of what's in. I would like put out stuff that I like and what I think I like. Um, sometimes I feel like it's ahead of what's going on, but that also could like hurt you eventually. Right. Yeah. 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 And but. so I wanted to shift gears and change it to the Pittsburgh angle for a second. Mm -hmm. What was it like to come out of Pittsburgh and all of a sudden be involved in streetwear and fashion? Because I feel like it's not always, nah, it's, it's not really near the center of that. <laughs> um, I thought, I mean, I, I, I wear Pittsburgh pirate hats every day. Yeah. I, when I leave here, I'm going to new air cause I have a pirates collab coming. So I mean, uh, being from Pittsburgh, that's where I grew up. I'm excited about it. I'm excited where it's going there. There's uh, some younger people coming up that are like doing some stuff fashion. One actually just moved to New York. Um, but being from Pittsburgh, there wasn't, you know, you know, musicians like Mac or Wiz, um, Andy Warhol's from Pittsburgh. A lot of people know that. Uh, there's not many people like in those arts that are like, you know, fashion and art in that area coming out of there. So when people know that I'm from Pittsburgh, it's pretty cool. Yeah and, yeah, and our producers asked us to get something spicy and, and like a hot take out of this episode. Okay. So my my question for anybody from the tri-state area that I always want to find out <laughs> is, yo, is it Sheets or Wawa? Sheets. Really? Yeah. Wow. We don't have Wawa's in Pittsburgh. You don't have a Wawa? Yeah, I, I, go, I go to Pittsburgh tomorrow morning and my uh, I'm going to get lunch with my mom and the places we go get lunch, it's like, there's like five Sheets in that area. Are you serious? There's no Wawa's That's in crazy. Pittsburgh. Wawa's more like... Because, like, a literally, bit, I just A Googled. little bit Ohio, or, like, West Virginia. West Virginia will say Wawa's. I'm literally, like, I'm planning on taking a road trip to go yeah. to the closest Wawa because there's <laughs> not one here. And I've never heard anybody prefer Sheets. And I guess that's a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah, we, we don't have any... Uh, Do you know what Sheets is, Jade? You know what, you know what Permanis is? Wait, what? Permanis sandwiches? No. You don't know what Permanis sandwiches? No. Do you know what Beto's is? No. Wow. You know, uh, Beto's is... Beto's pizza. They're squares. They, they cook... They bake the the bread in the in the sauce, mm -hmm. and then they put cold toppings on. But the toppings are like stacked like this, so like Whoa. cheese, uh, pepperoni is all it's cold. Like a tower basically. Yeah, it's all pizza. cold, and you eat the bottom hot, crispy. Damn. Yeah, it's called Beto's. Is that in Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. All and right, then and then uh, Permani sandwiches. Is, I can never heard. I can't believe you never heard Permani sandwiches. I don't know a whole lot about Pittsburgh. In okay. Like, I, I like, I was born in Pennsylvania, so like, oh. I know a little bit about okay. that, and then like grew up elsewhere. So like. Gotcha. I know a little bit. Yeah. I always like. I always grew up going to Wawa to like every fucking day, dude. That was like my thing. They don't have any sheets there. I don't know. I feel like I like. I drove by them. I definitely drove by them as a kid, yeah. but I never was like. Like my family was so Wawa centric. Yeah. Like it was like I had a deadhead uncle who would go to be like. <laughs> get hoagies at Wawa. Like, <laughs> hoagies. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're See, I know that much. Man, and that's, so you, like you said, you have, we've got Barney's in Japan, 
And what what is stateside? What can people look out for? What should people uh, about to consumer right now? I like I'm a big online guy. Obviously, that's how I got started. Yeah. Um, I do very well that way. Um, the fact that I can do that it helps because I get to pick and choose what retail I want to do. Um, I probably will be doing more pop ups in Pittsburgh and uh, in the the U.S. Uh, and in Pittsburgh, yeah, <laughs> look out for that. Probably not Pittsburgh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we have meetings at Barney's for New York and L.A., so that's gonna be good. And and you mentioned that you kind of like made your first foray into this online and stuff. Has that been like the bread and butter? Is e-commerce like still very much like your shit as a sneaker guy? Yeah. Um. What what are times that like so many people are caught up in you know like likes and followers and stuff like that is kind of like really doesn't matter. I mean, I can if they're gonna people are gonna fuck with you, they're gonna fuck with you regardless of you know how many followers and how many likes you get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can. I don't really, uh, social media is just like a, like a toll for me, basically. Uh, I tell people all the time, like people pay for billboards, Instagram's like a free billboard. So, you know, these people with these algorithms and I'm going to post it this time and this and that, like, I understand that, but you should probably just post as much content as you can. Just have have fun with it. (laughs) Just, yeah. And and you've made a point of like showing even like the behind the scenes stuff. Like you go to the, like the soling factories uh or the soling facilities You show people how the sausage is made. Uh-huh. Is that part of it? Like you're <laughs> yeah, kind of like, so, yo, like this is what you're paying for. There's yeah. craftsmanship here. So that's the number one thing where where I have a following for because people DM me every day, uh, nonstop. It's or email me uh, saying like it's an inspiration because a lot of a lot of um, designers don't show that because they they don't go there. Yeah. Um, and that's no disrespect to anybody. It's just I just want to take a different route. Like I like being hands on. I like taking pictures and posting them of like what's going on of what people are buying and how long it takes and the process of it because at the end of the day those people did not know how the shoe got made yeah and Um, it's also like one of those like you're a small business owner mm -hmm. like you have to know the people that are doing that for you yep and you start seeing it now like more people are doing it now it's kind of funny yeah yeah. like it's literally become (laughs) this thing where it's like if they don't do a stadium visit instagram story it's like well i don't know dude i don't know (laughs) why is that a 650 yeah and and uh You've been off the top the whole time. Yeah, real wow. shit. It's like Nardwar. It's pretty good. I did. I you did looked s- down one time. And I'm like, there's nothing on the paper. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, like, dude, last week we did. This such- is probably the one of the best interviews. I didn't make cut you off. One of the best interviews off the top I've probably ever had. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, we did. We did like I had this fucking. We did Seth Rogen last week. Oh my god, how was but that? It, it was great, but it was like there were so many things where it was like I I had notes written out, like things that I had mm-hmm. to ask yeah. and whatnot. I had on my phone and I like put the phone down where like between us more or less. And like the entire time I was like so nervous, to, like stop him mid answer to like open my phone and shit. So I never opened it. And I did the whole thing off the top, but it I was, was like, good. but I mean, yeah, I mean, the people will be the judge of it on this show. But like at the time I was like flipping out. I was like, Oh man, what was my next question going to be? And he kept like saying things that lead you into it. <laughs> like he would remind me and I was like, man, this is, is going swimmingly for someone that is like sweating right now like but yeah i don't know when, I, does, I, when does that one come out that's coming out this friday gotcha. yeah so it's like this one and then you're next week and then we got the next guys i don't want to give too much away gotcha but yeah is there anything else that we should talk about anything else that we should definitely cover i pretty much covered it. any sordid affairs with kardashian sisters we should know nah, about nah, nah. <laughs> keep nah. a quiet low nah. profile off yeah. the record all right well then usually Usually what we like to do is we like to wrap things up by kind of having this question where it's like, look, if you could go back time machine style mm-hmm. and talk to 13-year-old John Geiger and offer one piece of like sage advice, what would it be and what would your wisdom be? 
Mm, I probably wouldn't have got a criminal justice degree. <laughs> you have a criminal justice yeah, degree? It's a fun fact. Wait, like you passed the bar or are you like... Well, I could have I could have kept going, but I have a criminal justice degree. Like that level, you would have been like... You could have went to law school. Paralegal. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Wow. So yeah. you, you did like the whole... Wait, where did you go to school for that? Uh, Point Park in Pittsburgh. Wow. Okay, cool. So you're like... <laughs> you have academia on <laughs> yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, all right, I'm going to make sure... That's oh, yeah. I would never, never want to do that though. Right. Like so you would go back and just say like, yo, don't waste your time with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw yourself at the shoes. You know that the whole like, you know, now it's so like, you don't really have to go to college to do what you want. Yeah. Uh, I was, that, that I was like one of the first waves of that. Like 2009, 2010 was like that whole, like, I don't know if I can do this, you know? Yeah, I definitely now was it's still. Like, school, you know? Yeah, man. Like, I feel like I went to school and halfway through it, I kind of was looking around yeah. going like, Wait Now you have kids jumping out of like high school and doing well. So yeah. Do you yeah. have kids that message you asking to be your intern? Oh uh, yeah. I just, I, one thing is. I live in Miami. I just don't want people in my house. And then two is just, I just, I just like doing everything myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to a point where we're, like I said, we're growing. So we're going to like when I moved to LA, we're getting like a showroom and stuff like that. So we'll build. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean like, again, that's, that's like the sign of like, that's a legitimate sign of you making it. I mm-hmm. think it's yeah. like people being like, yo dude, I need to, I need your name on my resume. <laughs> yeah. now. Um, the, the kids, the, the two kids that we have, I don't say kids, but the two guys that we have working at the Dias Touch Monday store, uh they're both very talented one one we use him for modeling and he takes care of like the retail and then tayo he shoots a lot of uh the video i just put up uh the other day of the 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 shoe uh my new shoe coming out he did the like the video for that so he does like creative work but he uh they're both super talented so those two are when we were going to open they were like can we um be an intern but we pay them so they're pretty pretty good awesome yeah yeah so drop out of school don't, <laughs> yeah, don't bother yeah that's one thing i could never say i would probably never say like just drop out of school i'll probably say like figure have it a plan out. yeah have a plan have but, a plan but yeah. like yeah that is that's crazy I, I had no clue dude i had no yeah, clue criminal justice degree. yeah i went to like six schools in seven years damn yeah in like college no no i was like grade school and high school oh so you were bouncing yeah. around a lot all right, word. Well, thank yeah. you so much for finding some time, man. <laughs> yeah, really, we covered a lot it. of ground. I think that was pretty great. And yeah, doors open anytime you want to come back for appreciate round it. two. Yep. We're always here. Where it's at now. It's got to be super quiet in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the library. All right, cut. Thank you. <laughs>